Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, and I'm at HempX in Asheville, North Carolina. And I'm talking with Jason Sellers with Plant Restaurant. He did the catering here, and it was fantastic. I just finished up some cheesecake here tonight. Jason, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Um, awesome. Thanks for being here. Yeah. With, uh, tell us about uh, what you prepared uh, for the uh, uh, hemp. So we decided to treat hemp differently in five small bites. And, um, and so, you know, we, we, we try to cover the cook technique spectrum. We, we roasted it. We pureed it, we ground it, we made butter from it, and uh, we thought we could cover the spectrum in five little bites. Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, and I'm at the HempX in Nashville, North Carolina, and I'm here with Burke James with the uh, North Carolina Bio Region Co-op. Okay. Uh, so, Burke, tell, tell us a little bit about the, how you got involved, but what is the Bio Region Co-op? The Bioregion Co-op is basically a group of farmers and intellectuals that came together to, to start a new production model for agriculture. And the first crop that we focused on was industrial hemp. Great, great. So how did you put that together and what was your involvement and how you're going to be helping uh, industrial hemp in the near future here? Basically, our state had a, a different model for the legal process where we had to fundraise $200,000 to form a commission oh, yes. that would regulate the production. <laughs> yeah, I heard about uh, that. <laughs> so we, we didn't know what to think about that to start with, but it turns out it, it's been a real opportunity because we gathered farmers together and organized a group. We fundraised the money, and now it seems that the farmer has a real voice in how the laws are going to be written and also how the, the crop is going to grow in our region. So what we saw as a potential roadblock has actually been a springboard for ideas ah, and growth. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so tell us a little bit more about uh, what your plans are. Uh, our plans are to essentially lead the nation and then in turn the world because of our opportunity in North Carolina with our climate, yeah. with our university base, and then with our RTP research triangle. We feel that we're poised to help all other states move forward in production. And so our co-op model is, is called bioregion. That's a, a shortened term for the word bioregeneration. Okay. And so we feel that farming will have a vital role in the future in job creation and providing opportunities for local regions that are, are now underserved. And so we're taking this crop that's been put on the shelf for 70 years and we're basically going to do something really futuristic with it so that we're going to probably take this crop and break the mold, if you will, on agriculture in our state and hopefully in the country. Because uh, I, I farm and, and we're just 
we, we've got enough crops to grow that we can't make money on. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. we're gonna really we're gonna hopefully be stewards of this crop and and grow it slow and steady and we'd like to like search an organic growth model where we basically control the supply chain, uh, control the quality and basically match up the characteristics, plant characteristics that industry is going to need and demand. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and so we're really all about scaled production. Okay. We want to be the production model for the whole country. Oh, and, and every state needs this. So you can help out at all the states. I mean, this is, how we feel. This is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, so we're here at HempEx in, uh, in Asheville, North Carolina. And it's going to be a great uh, second day here. Yeah. So uh, who else is with you here? We actually brought uh, a large portion of our team today, our steering committee. Uh, we just had a meeting this morning, a, a think tank, if you will, with, uh, with Craig Lee, uh, yeah. Guy Carpenter, Mike Lewis, and, and others. Yeah. Uh, it's a really esteemed group in the room. Uh, NCDA was represented. So we had this, it's kind of our concept is to connect everybody with what we're doing. And so now today we have uh, Eric Mathis and Tyler Jenkins. Uh, and then Finn Rasco. Uh, and that, that, yeah. we're, we're kind of the core right now that's pulling all the strings. Okay. Uh, but August 25th, we'll have a grower meeting. And as I like to say, that's when the growers take control of the okay. co-op. Okay. So I, the farmers will lead so us this here is on August 25th? Now. Yeah, that's coming up. Uh, it's, a, it's a closed meeting okay. in, in eastern North Carolina. Okay. Uh, but it will be our official vote to, to put the board of directors in place. Uh, I'll officially be the CEO at that point. Okay. Uh, so our leadership structure will be complete. All right. Well, great. So, yeah, I want to thank you for being a guest on the iHemp Revolution podcast here at HempX Asheville. Hey, thank you for all you do, Coach Freddie. Thanks, right. thanks for the time. Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, and I'm here at HempX Asheville. I'm talking with Elliot Galdi. He owns a company called Hybrid Health outside of uh, Durham, North Carolina. So, Elliot, how are you doing? We're doing great. We, we've had a great weekend. It was really wonderful to be here. Learned a lot, um, sold some product, but mostly just learned a lot and met some really great people. Yeah, it's been really great here. So, tell us a little bit about your company, uh, Hybrid, and when you got into the industry. So... I got into the industry probably about a year ago, um, okay. but really only got active in May because um, we've had some struggles, as many people in our industry have, with getting a credit card merchant account. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So our website went live in May, and um, we do have an account, but it's, it's somewhat limited, so we're still working on getting that going. But we focus on, we, I guess we try to be almost like a CBD superstore, whereas many of the folks that are here are representing one particular brand of CBD uh -huh. product. Okay. What we try to do is we try to provide our customers with an array of products regardless of who the manufacturer is so that we can find the best product in the best medium at the best price. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's great. So uh, so what, what, what are some of your products then? Okay. So we represent, right now we're representing five different companies. We okay. represent Endoka. Okay. which is a company originally based out of Scandinavia. They're also a family-owned business. Okay. have been doing organic farming for three generations. Wonderful. Um, and we, uh, we work with their products. We okay. also work with a company called Elixinol. They're a, originally an Australian-based company, also multi-generation organic farmers. 
Um, and those two companies are primarily our what we call our core CBD products, so tinctures, capsules, mm -hmm. chewing gum, lip balms, um, suppositories even. Um, and then we work with a company called Sativera. They're out of Lithuania. And okay. their, their really claim to fame is they have one of the best lines of topical CBD products that we've been able to find. Everything from 600 milligram deep tissue massage oil, uh -huh. which is fantastic. I use it. I have a disc issues. Um, I use it for that, and it's, it's really fantastic stuff. And they also have skin creams, body creams, moisturizers, really top-notch stuff. We work with a company called Marpella. Marpella is run by an actual medical doctor who has formulated, among beyond her regular vitamins and supplements, she has two cannabis or hemp CBD products. One is a, is a product called Topicana, okay. which is also like a topical kind of canna, canna, cannabidiol Bengay. So you use it for like sore muscles or even bruises, okay. things of that nature. Um, and they also make something called Canarouse, which is the way I kind of phrase it is it's it's our can it's our CBD product our cannabidiol product that is more fun in bed. Okay. So <laughs> let's leave it at that. Okay. Um, and then we also work with a company called Vipova slash Lexaria. They're actually sister companies. Um, Vipova has a, a line of organic tea products that are all CBD infused. Okay, products okay. and they also Lexaria carries a line of the best tasting protein energy bars I've ever had. They're okay. phenomenal. Um, so those are our primary product lines. Okay. Are you looking into any of the um, uh, U.S.? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. The, the two big gaps in our portfolio are that we don't currently have any U.S. based manufactured products and we've talked to a couple of folks here that we're hoping we'll be able to solidify some arrangements, strategic alliances within within the next few weeks. Oh, great. And then we're also looking to incorporate a veterinarian line. Um, so we have we have dogs, yeah. and one of our dogs is is old. She's 15, 16, and about three weeks ago, I started giving her a couple of drops of cannabidiol in her food, and it's like she's a puppy again. It's pretty miraculous. So, um, and I have a friend who's a horse person who is very interested in cannabidiol products for her for equine use so we're, we're looking to constantly expand our portfolio Wonderful. and offer as many different kinds of things as we can okay well great so what's the one thing that you got out of the uh, hemp x here the one thing um, that there's a lot of really passionate dedicated people from across the spectrum um, what I really was interested but in, one of the things that uh, Mike said this morning um, was, you know, said, well, if you come to my farm and we have a political conversation, you probably walk away angry. You know, and I, what I took that to mean is, you know, a lot of the folks, especially the farmers, are conservative, you know, what we would consider right-wing folks, mm -hmm. but they're, and, and I'm kind of like an old hippie, you know, <laughs> but we all agree on the idea that hemp is a phenomenal product that can benefit farmers, it can benefit healthcare professionals, it can benefit people with very severe medical conditions, as well as people who just want to feel better. You know, it's a wellness. So I've stopped using multivitamins. I just use CBD every day. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, I want to thank you for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast. Thank you for having me. It was wonderful. Nice to meet you. Hey, it's Coach Freddie here. I'm here with Sam Young at the Hemp X in Asheville, North Carolina. 
and Sam owns a company called Greens. Eco, build, and design. Sam, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Coach Freddie. How are you doing today? I'm just doing fantastic to myself. Tell us a little bit about your business. It's a healthy home improvement store. You got it. We are a healthy home improvement store dedicated to connecting the Chattanooga, Tennessee community with non-toxic, American-made building materials. In a perfect world, we would source the least toxic, most locally available version of every single building material and home improvement item you could need for your house. Mm -hmm. And we believe that building products should be non-toxic and locally available. So when did you start this business? In 2015. Okay. What caused you to start this type of business? Um, ultimately, it was a result of a design competition that was put on by a nonprofit sustainability company in Chattanooga okay, cool. called Green Spaces, uh-huh. and just ultimately realized that true sustainable building materials were not available in the Chattanooga community in one place. So we decided, myself and my business partner, decided to open a store. Cool, cool. So you've been in business since 2015. Yeah, we've basically been open for about 16 months now, and okay. you know it's a slow road to hoe, but there are people that fundamentally understand what we're doing, love it, support us, mm-hmm. um, and all we're trying to do is just sort of, honestly, our, our whole mission is to be able to have positive uh, consumer psychology impact. So, you know, when people think about Saturday morning waking up and wanting to do a home improvement project, yeah. we would love for them to think about what's the smallest, most economically positive, impactful thing they can do in order to execute their project. We'd prefer they didn't go to the big box stores. We'd prefer they go to us. And, sure. you know, people do yoga. They go to the healthy home improvement, healthy Food stores like Whole Foods and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. We want them to be putting us in their same brain space in the same way that they think about what they're doing for their other lifestyles. Awesome. Yeah, I like that. Your thing, way of thinking. That's my way of coaching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what was your purpose for coming here? Um, I guess i got to give my stepbrother credit in the late 90s for putting the idea of industrial hemp in my, my brain space and thought process. And we have some young hemp enthusiasts in the background right now, and we love it. Um, so I've just been aware of industrial hemp for what it is, and it's many, many, many alternate uses or many possible uses for a yeah. while. And uh, came here on a personal and business mission. My girlfriend has a dog treat company in Chattanooga that uses CBD oil in their treats okay. for anxiety for dogs. And then personally, I wanted to connect with more people that did things with hemp as it relates to building materials. So yeah. Great, great resources that I've uh, made contact with here with Alembic Studio, uh, yeah. doing true, yeah. true original hempcrete construction at the residential oh, level. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tim is awesome. Yeah. Out there. yeah. So what's your opinion on hempcrete? Because I'm a big advocate in building materials. That's what I looked at first. I said, this is going to be a gigantic industry. Yeah. Uh, my opinion is that there needs to be a lot more people building with hempcrete. There need to be a lot more people that understand that uh, their expectations on how long a project should take or what the cost should be for a project need to be tempered and understood in terms of a 10 to 20 year time period. The cost impact of building with hempcrete, it's more cost up front. But when you lay it out over five years, you're going to be more cost positive on the construction cost. And then uh, just the performance, it's, it's basically looking at buildings and wall assembly in a completely different language than the way that we're doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I 100% promote the idea of it, 100% promote the idea of the building performance aspect of it, and yeah. I just love it across the board. It's a oh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful process and beautiful material. 
but we have to get this off the Schedule 1 narcotic list so Fact. all the farmers can build enough so to support that big industry. Yep. Yeah. I completely agree with that. And it's I'm just going to leave it at this. It's bananas that a, by definition, non-psychoactive, multifaceted plant is on a list of drugs that are psychoactive. Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't make a lick of sense. But it is what it is, and I think it takes a bunch of us out here, a thousand people maybe, yeah, upper hundreds people out here oh, that yeah. get it, that want to promote it from food, fiber, fabric, bioremediation, carbon sequestration, no pesticides, all that stuff. A bunch of people coming together to support it and talk about it. First step we can take. All right. Thank you for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution. And you have some great ideas, and I know you're going to be successful because... That's all it takes is to have that vision. Thank you, Coach Freddie. Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, and I'm here with Marissa. Uh, I'm here at the uh, Hemp X in Asheville, and we're here, and she owns New Life CBD. Hi, Marissa. Hi. How's everybody doing? Oh, we're doing fine over here. So um, I just met you, and you have a lovely dress on. Oh, I'm thank really, you. Uh, really great. So tell me about your business, New Life CBD, and how did you start it, and when did you start it? Um, I started New Life CBD in March of 2016. Okay. I am really a big people person. I really wanted to start a business that was going to make a dramatic and real change, an authentic change in people's lives. And CBD was introduced to me, and I started to sell a little CBD to see if it, you know, if it was helping those around me. And um, one of my best friends' moms has uh, multiple sclerosis and started taking the oil and noticed a massive benefit and I realized then and there she told me a conversation about how her and her son had talked and they were on the phone together um, and she hadn't been able to do a lot of activities that she had done in the past and she was finally able to do those things again and they were crying and I realized it made me cry and I realized that I have to start this business because this is doing what I want which is to dramatically affect a positive change in people's life. Well that's great. So what did you do before? Um, before this, I worked for a biodiesel company for five years. I was uh -huh. an independent contractor for them. Oh, biodiesel. Uh-huh. Huh? Well, yeah. you know, you can even get into that. I mean, hemp can be made, you know, biodiesel, so keep your eyes and ears peeled. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it can. It's pretty awesome. Hemp yeah. is pretty amazing. So, um, where do you see your business? You just started it. So, where do you see your business in, let's say, two years from now? Two years. Well, right now we're about to hit the road. Um, we're, um, I'm going to do a lot of interning and interviewing of CBD companies that are out in California and Colorado. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, being in North Carolina, I'm on the cutting edge of the CBD industry, which means I only have room to grow more. And mm -hmm. I feel that the future of CBD is going to be to be specialized. So if you have autism or you know multiple sclerosis or Crohn's disease, Lyme's disease, Every single person needs something different for their condition, and you know, there's a strain that's going to work with that condition, and there's a ratio that's going to work with that condition, and I'm working to specifically create um, tinctures that are designed specifically for each condition. So okay. That, All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So, um, so you, you, you now you're looking for suppliers then? Um, no, I have a, I have, I have someone that I buy from in California okay. already. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's an amazing source, really high quality. Um, well, good. The taste is great. Wow, wonderful. 
So good luck, and you're you're in Asheville. Right? Asheville, Ash- yeah, we're based in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, our website will be up in about a week. It's called thenewlifecbd.com. Okay. Um, or you can email us at newlifecbd at gmail.com with any questions because I also feel like my role is to educate. You know, the more information that we can get out there, the better. So people can contact me and ask as many questions as they need. Okay. Well, great. Thank you very much for being a guest on the I Am Revolution. Thank you for having me, Coach Freddie. I really appreciate it. Okay. Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, and I'm here at HempEx Asheville, and I'm talking with Bill Hopple. He's with Sunlight Supply, and they are located outside of Mount Juliet, Tennessee. So, Bill, how you doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm just doing fine. Uh, tell us about Sunlight Supply and what you you supply. Sunlight Supply carries about 5,500 different products. We specialize in organic products like soils and and uh, fertilizers, and a lot of propagation supplies. Mm-hmm. So you're like a, a national garden wholesaler? Yes, Is that, correct. Okay. Yeah, we, we sell to small garden centers. Okay. Yeah. All right. So all the garden centers around, you can use your products and everything yeah. else. Okay. Yes. Well, that's great. So how do you see yourself fitting into the industrial hemp industry? Um, well, we feel privileged to be a part of this in any way we can. Our primary uh, way we've been helping hemp farmers so far is with some organic fertilizers and propagation supplies. So when people are propagating certain varieties of hemp for CBD production, those are taken from cuttings. And that's one of the things we specialize in. Okay. All right. So you help that, that growth of those cuttings then? Yes. Okay. I mean, some of these facilities take over a million cuttings. So it's, it's a big, it's a big uh-huh. deal. Okay. So how has it been for you? How do you see this? It's, this? it's been extremely inspirational. I've been in the industry for almost 25 years, and it's the single most important thing I've ever done. Oh, awesome, awesome. You know, and a lot of people can see that. Where do you see your industry fitting in here, let's say in the next two years, two to three years? Yeah, I, I see our, our, our industry helping the hemp farmer specifically with uh, mass production of cuttings and for the small organic hemp farmer. Okay. All right. And, and is there any specific products that you can just talk about? Let's say your leading product. Yeah. You? Um, well, the, the lead thing we're most uh, known for is our lighting. So most of, most of the uh, hemp farmers that are taking cuttings are using T5 lighting. Okay. And then we also, a new technology is called LEC, which is a ceramic metal halide lighting. So okay. it's very efficient. And uh, very gentle on the cutting, so it's very low stress uh, for the cuttings. So uh, that's one way. The other way is we sell a lot of rooting hormones, and we sell a really neat organic plug uh, to actually put your cutting in to get to get it to root. Okay. Uh, so are you working? Do you work with any specific farmers right now? And yeah, we're working with uh, uh, with um, specifically. There's some small farm in DeKalb County that we're working with. And then um, we've got uh, a lot of contacts. We made a lot of contacts with some larger scale CBD producers at the show. Okay. Well, that's great. Yeah, because they're they're all around. And I know that you can, you know, it's just getting introduced and, you know, doing the networking. Yeah. We're we're honored to be a part of it, of the industry in any way we can be. So 
Okay, well, fantastic. Well, Bill, thank you for being a guest on the IHAMP uh, Revolution podcast. It's uh, great having you. We've met a couple times yeah. already. Yeah, thank you, Coach Hurdy. We appreciate everything you do. Hey, it's Coach Freddie here. I'm at Hemp X at Asheville, and I'm standing here with Colleen from Tennessee and visited a couple weeks ago and right. stayed with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, how you doing, Colleen? Doing good today. Happy to be here in Asheville for Hemp X. Yeah, that's an exciting event here. And it's yeah. When did you arrive? Oh uh, yeah, I think I got he- I got on here Thursday night. Okay. And uh, it took us about six hours from Middle Tennessee, so we stopped in Knoxville and called it a night, and then uh, came the second leg of the trip uh, to get here. So okay. it's been great, a little bit of a journey, but happy to be here. I think Asheville's a beautiful city, and I love to see all the energy focused on hemp here. Oh yeah, uh, there. I mean, a lot of hempsters are here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your uh, journey in in Tennessee and the association. Sure. So um, things are going really well in uh, Tennessee right now. I guess I've been uh, involved in the movement there in Tennessee since the legislation uh, was introduced in 2013. We've come a long way. Um, We're in our second year as a season, and we have probably about uh, 1,200 acres in the ground. I'm not sure exactly what um, will be harvested. I think there were some crop failures, but, you know, that happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, the association is really coming together. You know, we've been operating at a grassroots, you know, as a a grassroots organization for two years. Now we're really starting to legitimize ourselves in terms of uh, forming an executive board and establishing leadership. And and I, I think we'll continue to have, you know, monthly meetings and make sure that we keep our community and our members engaged. And I know. You have uh, some great uh, meetings. I attended one of those, and I like the way you run the re- meetings. It's very efficient, but you, you cover a lot of points at every me- eating, meeting. Right. Yeah. We uh, You know, we, we do our due diligence to call into the Department of Ag before the meetings and say, hey, what's going on? Have you heard any news? You know, is there a particular issue that we could talk about? Is there something that you want me to relay to this, uh, you know, to this group of people? And so, you know, we really try to keep everything on the up and up and keep everything fresh as well. Um, and, you know, just do our part in, in industry leadership and let them know, okay, well, you know, this is coming down from the federal government. Let's talk about it and uh, make everybody aware as well. Uh, the coolest thing that we've got going on, as you know, is Clint has carved out his hemp maze. Yes. And this is actually the, uh, the introductory weekend so right now the hemp maze is live and happening in chapel hill tennessee yeah that's awesome i was out at the farm and uh, with with uh, clint and twice and spent almost a whole day out there you know it's really great and he's doing a fantastic job now you're the founder of the tennessee hemp industries association correct Yeah. yeah yeah And then on top of that, I'm the National Outreach Coordinator for Vote Hemp. So (laughs) I'm really in it, you know, in terms of state, in terms of, uh, you know, state work. And then also, you know, looking at everything nationally and trying to help advocates in other states, you know, get progress going for growing hemp and and working with other leaders and helping, you know, legislators write policy that's actually good. Uh, You know, it's a lot. So what's your next project or next thing that you're going to be doing in in Tennessee there? Well, um, in Tennessee, I think that um, we're going to uh, probably sit back down in the fall and uh, think about whether or not we need to go back to 
through the legislature to make any changes. Um, And I don't know that we have any points that we would want to make right now. I think one of the biggest challenges that we um, acknowledge is that we're not able to cultivate cultivars or varieties of hemp that are high in CBD and and so many farmers want to get on the CBD bandwagon and and so you know me personally I I would like to see us kind of stick with you know trying to develop it for you know grain and fiber and those types of things Uh, but you know since I'm working to represent the farmer whatever it is that they're wanting to look at is, is something I need to pay attention to. So we'll see. I'm, we may revisit and we may go back through the legislative process and start amending laws. Um, but in terms of projects, you know, the Hemp Industries Association Conference is coming up in September um, in Denver, Colorado. Yeah. And so I'm working um, alongside my boss, Eric Steenstra, who's also the executive director of the HIA, to, you know, pull volunteers together, get that agenda out, um, start organizing people and making sure that event's going to be a success, which no doubt it will be. And, and, and I think it'll be at least two times bigger than it was in Lexington, Kentucky, just by virtue of it being in Colorado. Yeah, exactly. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Thank you very much, Carlene, for being on the iHemp Revolution podcast again. All right. Thank you. Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, and I'm here in at HempX in Asheville, and I'm talking to the one and only Chad Wilson with Green Remedy up in uh, Louisville. So how you doing, Chad? Coach, I'm doing excellent, just like always. All right. Glad to be here. Uh, so you're here all, all weekend, and uh, we're winding down here. How, what do you think of HempX right now? Oh, always a good event. You know, responsibly <laughs> put on. Blake and Jill always do a good, good event. Um, and the great thing about this is a lot of education. You can see a lot of heart and a lot of love going into the to make this event happen. So uh, you know, always HempX is good, and uh, and it's just furthering the knowledge of hemp and what we're trying to achieve here in, in uh, North Carolina. So. Tell us a little bit about Green Remedy and what you're up to. Sure. Well, as you know from past interviews, we are a from basically Green Remedy does cultivation, breeding of our cultivars. Um, we've got a farm network, and we do extraction and manufacture products. Um, we are advancing greatly. Uh, we're growing in leaps and bounds. We're extending our our, our farm outreach. Uh, we're actually making connections here and bringing our Basically what we're doing is we're developing a protocol. There's no sense for the farmers in North Carolina to make the same mistakes that the farmers in Kentucky did. So we are writing those standards of protocol and making a platform that we can drop right in here and create jobs and opportunity in North Carolina for the citizens of North Carolina. Uh, not just green remedy. We're not a greedy company. We just got to make a little bit to keep our bills paid. Right. So uh, our goal is to create jobs and opportunity in hemp uh, through every state that steps up and says, hey, we want the right and we have the right to grow this plant. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about your business, how you, you situated it. I know you have uh, agreements with uh, farmers that you're doing mm-hmm. from seed to finished yes. products, right? Yeah. We uh, we develop a uh, connection and co-op with farmers, um, and we bring them in and we train them on how to do this. Uh, and then once we find those responsible uh, farmers, we make them a satellite farm. And that satellite farmer is responsible for his little collection of farmers. Um, so, uh, and what we're trying to do this for is because we can all grow hemp all day long and every day, but unless we have contract, that's, enough, that's the only way hemp is a value. 
Okay. So that farmer has to be able to know that every year he's going to be on contract to do 10 acres, 20 acres, and have a production value that he can count on so that he can make the income that he needs to send his kids to UK, U of L, or wherever they might choose to go. Okay, yeah. So you got or, or even a Tar Heel, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so you got this pretty well mapped out, and uh, so uh, where do you see the business, your business, let's say in uh, three years from now? I'm a leader, and I believe with all my heart I'm going to be a leader because uh, we have weathered the storm. We do things right. We write our own protocols where other companies aren't and the industry isn't. We know that that's going to be a part of making this a viable and true industry, it's standards of practice and protocols in production. So, uh, um, you know, we've, we've had companies already trying to buy us. Uh, we're not for sale at this point. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. um, but uh, we know that we're going to be a leader because we've done our homework. And we've done our FaceTime, just like you see us. We're everywhere. Oh, yeah, and we exactly. spread the good news of him and the change that it can make for uh, the middle class and, and the farmer. And, the farmer, and, and, yeah. and we're, doing it, we're doing it for the right reasons. And yeah. it's like you taught me, and I always say, people, planet, and profit. There you go. And when we do that, if more businesses would adapt that, this society and the world we live in, it would be a much better place. All would be place. turned upside down. Upside, exactly. Absolutely. And that's absolutely. what we so, uh, Chad, any last uh, comments? Well, as always, Coach, you know, um, hey, guys, if you're out there and you're listening, I need distributors and wholesalers in your state. So <laughs> visit me on Facebook, Chad at GreenRemedy.com. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we're looking. Uh, that's where we need to go next. We okay. need we need to, uh, distributors, and we want them to know that we have those product protocols in place to bring a safe, clean product to market that has batch codes that can be traced all the way back to the farm. And we want them to know that they can have that confidence because it is American hemp, and it's not imported hemp. It's American, and we're creating American jobs. That's fantastic, and I'll support you any way I can. You know that. No, that's we're, we're good friends. There. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We appreciate you. All right, take care, Jack. Thank you. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host. Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.